played a sketch. I, oh, God. I, I, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. don't got to prep me, baby. Roll the balls out. Let's fucking play. <laughs> <laughs> Let's fucking podcast. What the fuck? Yes. I don't need to know what the fuck we're talking about. We're in. Let's go. Okay, let's roll. <laughs> let's roll. Greetings, friends. It's Friday, December 29th for us, but January 1st for you. Welcome to mm. Chapo Trap House Broadcasting from the Past. Hope everyone's having a great 2024. New year, new me. But for me, it's still the old me because it's 2023, the horrible year that will never end. <laughs> okay. As you've already heard, we're joined today by the great Stavi Baby. Stav, welcome back. How we doing, boys? Thanks for having me. I hope you had a very Merry Christmas. Well, Felix, everyone, have a, everyone had a good Christmas? Everyone got some good presents? Uh, yeah, I had a terrific Christmas. I uh, This is one of those years where... You know how like it gets to November and you're like, all right, I'm going to take a day to think of everyone's gifts. I kept trying to do that and I fuck just no fucking idea. There's only one other straight male in the family for me to shop for. (laughs) I I only one only one pocket pussy is what you're saying. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's that's for me. It's easy. I got three straight males in my family. That's three pocket pussies every year. We see whatever the newest one is, you know, <laughs> the tactical <laughs> flashlight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. This replace one, this your one, sniper <laughs> scope with it. And fuck it that way. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I got, I got my brother-in-law a tactical flashlight. Um, it's, it's got a, it's got a, it has a flashlight attached to it. That's as bright as a, a car's headlights. It's pretty, uh, and, and if you get, if you get trapped in your car while you're jacking off, like the back of it can break the window. Yeah. <laughs> I like to put an SRO red dot on them because otherwise, <laughs> I, uh, otherwise I may miss my leg when I pull out. <laughs> yeah, that would be great if you could aim the jit with, with the tactical. We got to get it. Look, these are all great ideas. I know we're having a nice laugh, boys. But this is great. <laughs> this is great first responder stuff. We would yeah, just yeah. Need, we would need an Iraq war veteran who got his dick blown off <laughs> to, to be like the spokesperson. And we could call it like, you know. Take that Saddam fleshlights or something like that. Like we, it would have to be like some kind of one of those badass skull and bones former operator companies. It's like like Black Rifle Coffee or like yes, you know, yes, shit like that. We need that version of fleshlights. After a hard day of, after a hard day of patrolling the streets of Baghdad, me and the boys hit the barracks and uh, we, we worked yes. we worked out our aggression on the the tactical Lisa Ann fleshlight yeah. and the suppressor. <laughs> yeah. We didn't have. We weren't lucky enough to be able to molest children like the Afghan warlords that we had. To <laughs> we, we had to. We had to fashion our own fleshlights out of Gatorade bottles and sponges. Think how, <laughs> think, how, think how scary like a fleshlight that someone made in World War One would look like. Oh my! It would God. be like. It would. It would be like. It would be like Harrow's half face from uh, Boardwalk yeah. Empire. It would have like a fucked up kind of realistic like lips and eyes on it. Yeah. It would be like everything back then. Because you know people have been trying to make flashlights since there was oh. like language, probably. Time, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's what uh, Sumerian yeah. script was used for to label flashlight. The first <laughs> alphabet Cuneiform. came from that. The cuneiform. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, 2001, but it's a bunch of apes like hooting and hollering around a giant uh, tactical flashlight. <laughs> ah, ah! And then they throw it up in the air. Like a million years pass, and then it's just me furiously jacking off. I'm like, oh god, this plastic pussy feels so good. 
Or maybe maybe it's like <laughs> they they uh they when they took over Uday Hussein's palace, they opened up a room and it was just full of state of the art flashlights, like behind all the tigers and shit. It was, <laughs> and like his his enemies in molten gold, preserved in molten gold. There was he he was the first guy to invent flashlights. Maybe that's actually how it started. We got a that, lot. Well, that look, was yeah. that was the type of shit that he did. Like fully when out. Whenever, whenever there was someone who is like, if you were like on the Iraqi judo team and you didn't medal in the Olympics, <laughs> this guy who like assuredly was not following judo that year, right? He right. would hear about it and be like, "All right, all right, buddy, guess who's getting killed and getting his skull hollowed out so I can fuck it." <laughs> <laughs> and it's like a, a rock didn't get that many medals so presumably he did that to a lot of had to do i don't know what he expected yeah yeah that's that brutal was... it is awesome to have one old-fashioned like medieval king's son still in power the the hussein boys really like that's that's a, that's a true nepo baby he didn't use it to try and become an actress you know what i mean he's not, <laughs> yeah. he's not trying to be he's not trying to sell his shitty memoir his shitty fucking is his like book of essays. No, my man was taking his dad's wealth and he was fucking he was, you know, executing his enemies. I love it. So what I like about them is that only one brother was like, you know, taking actresses hostages hostage <laughs> and like killing <laughs> fucking people from the Olympics. Like it seemed like only one was doing that. Right. But his bro like his brother clearly wasn't into that, but he like you know, he died fighting it out with him. And I think that's like, that's like me and my brother. You know, I don't, I don't do any of that. Stuff. I've never kidnapped anyone fully. Right. I've never like in my own house. Right, um, right, right. But, you know, maybe I'll, I'll say things that, you know, my brother wouldn't say, but right. I think that if we were facing off against like the uh, 10th mountain division, he would fight to his death with me. Yes, That's the, would, yeah, I really like family bonds like that. That's beautiful. Now those guys didn't actually see any combat, did they? Or they they really? I mean, did, they, or they no? got they got aired the fuck out when they were like, yeah. like hold up in their like some sort of hideout. They were like, "You'll never take me alive, copper." Oh, that's yeah, fucking they, sick. Yeah, yeah. They, they, oh, they, got, oh. they got annihilated. Yeah, they, they got each got hit with like awesome. sixty bullets. Like, yeah, they blew the, the, <laughs> They killed the, they killed the shit out of them. You know what's well, not? I gotta, it's I not say, fair, though, dude. That's not fair because he got to live like even his death is awesome. He got to be a murderer and like and go steal out like Sonny Corleone. <laughs> he got to go out like yeah. Sonny. Like yeah. he got his life ruled, dude. Like from a pure like what a man's perfect life is. Like you take morality out of it. Do whatever the fuck you want at any moment that you want. Create a bunch of enemies and then flout the U.S. government. Flout the most powerful military that's in your country unjustly and probably at least wound a couple of them. If not, if, if he even killed one soldier while yeah. like being like, yeah, Fuck you Valhalla. Guys. Valhalla. Like, he's, yeah, he's in, he's in, <laughs> he's in rapist Valhalla right now. You yeah. know, you know, dude, I gotta dude, say dude, about that, Uday, I gotta say about Uday and Kusei and their dad. I wish, I wish we were still around so bad. I wish we had them right. back. And I miss Uday's them, dad, man. I miss their voice. <laughs> I need them to comment on a cancel culture. I always liked how when Saddam was on death row, he would like give these like uh jokey interviews. And it's like 
they just killed two of your sons and they're about to kill you. And he'd be like, well, you know, on Sundays I get more bread. <laughs> and it's like, you have the best attitude. Yeah. He, you, and you know what? That's probably yeah. what got him where he was today or where he was at the point. You know, it's like, just yeah. think positive for a know? guy who like killed people. He was really positive, but like, <laughs> like uh, the, the fact that like going back, the fact that like, yeah, Uday and Kuse got like these like kind of cool martyrs deaths that they absolutely yeah. didn't deserve. Mm-hmm. That's really that's perfect. That really sums up the invasion. Yeah. Just taking like one of the <laughs> worst guys and like accidentally like just giving him like the best death anyone could ask for. Yep. Like you said, sending him to Ravis Valhalla. Yeah. Absolutely. He's just up there shaking hands with Bill Cosby when he dies. It's like, <laughs> welcome, brother. Yeah. You know, who's <laughs> like, waiting for Bill Cosby? He's waiting. I don't know. Who, what are some other great uh, sexual assaulters? Or, you know, Genghis Khan's up there really, already. Really, like almost anyone who was alive before. I'm going to say 1996. Yeah. Oh, what's his face? Um. Uh. Fuck Spartacus. He was Kirk. Uh, Kirk Douglas. Yeah. Kirk yeah. Douglas. Yeah. It's okay. He's dead. He's, He's dead, dead. So we can talk about what he did to Natalie Wood. Not the murder. <laughs> But the rape. He's a complete piece of shit. He's up <laughs> look there. It up, look it up, Valhalla. folks. Yeah. Look it up. I know, you know, I know, I know every about actor, that one. You know? <laughs> yeah, every, every famous actor. Everyone, yeah. like the only actors, you know, back then who were even like kind of nice to those girls, like 12 year olds that they would have, like playing the wife of a 37 year old man <laughs> in a movie, <laughs> were like the guys who were gay. That yes, yeah. Everyone, everyone else was like, you know, they would go to their terrible stage mom. Oh, that makes so like, much sense. That's why we yeah. loved Cary Grant, right? Wasn't he a closeted homosexual? He, I believe he was bisexual. Oh, never mind. With yeah, rescinded, so so he fucked everybody. Respect. Yeah. If the thing about me is, I like pussy and dick. I like I like that. <laughs> it's just simply I simply can't get enough. And then I was yesterday. I was fucking Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> and he said, could you please, he was like, Carrie, Carrie, could you please, just, could you please slow down, slow down, you got to put me off a little bit. I'm going to bust. Oh, jeez. <laughs> if you were a heterosexual actor, besides like Humphrey Bogart, you like, you would just go up to the worst stage mom ever. Uh, who's you know she's like uh drinking morphine that she got at walgreens yes yes, like, yes 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 yeah <laughs> lemon you, lime uh, flavored I, lemon lime flavored morphine yeah you, you could also up, clean your floors with you go up to her like she was about to sell her daughter until she noticed that she had like high cheekbones and was like oh it's <laughs> like a tap dance yeah and then and you're <laughs> yeah. like i'd like to invite your 11 year old daughter to an orgy i'm hosting yeah and they're like oh okay that's actually pretty exciting I thought I thought I I thought you'd want my older daughter, but that's completely fine. Oh yeah, she's in a black. She's blacked out. That's you know all of Hollywood. So yeah, basically those guys are hanging out with Uday. It's just a good party up there in in, in dirtbag Valhalla, piece of shit Valhalla. Uh, well, actually, um, Felix, right before we right before we started recording, I I saw this story, which features some good a good father and son interaction. As long as you're talking about Saddam oh, yeah. and his kids. Uh, this is the headline here from Complex.com. Boozy Badass thinks his son smokes too much. He gonna turn into a weed plant. 
And this is, this, is, this, is about, this is about Boozy. This is about Boozy and his son, Tootie Raw. And it says here, during a recent Instagram live stream, Boozy Badass expressed concern over his 20-year-old son's smoking habits. As seen in the clip from the stream below, Boozy was talking to his fans and followers when he asked someone off camera where his son, Tootie Raw, was. He was told he was outside in his car, apparently smoking. He going to turn into a weed plant, Boozy responded. He a weed plant with shoes on. Everything revolves around smoking. So like, it goes on and he just talks about how he can't really talk to his son about this because he was the same way when he was 20. Right, and again, right. It gets, it and he's that way this- now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I see him on, like, he's on Vlad and he, again, he's drinking morphine through a twisty straw. And he's like, like that interview where he's like, I like the real high school volleyball player, white girls. Just saying, like, uh, stuff that would be career-ending for anyone else. <laughs> well, you speak of things. Awesome. Speak of things that would be career-ending for everyone. Everyone else. I, I, I'm reading this article and I'm like, oh, like, come, come on, Tootie Raw, don't don't smoke weed all day. But then yeah, I get to the on, last. Pa- <laughs> I get to the last paragraph and it says here, Boozy and Tootie sparked backlash last year after a video appeared to show them examining a woman's genitals with a magnifying glass. <laughs> in, the, <laughs> in the bizarre, in the bizarre yes. clip, in the bizarre clip, Boozy could be heard telling his then 18-year-old son, look at the pussy, son. <laughs> Benny criticized Boozy for his hypocrisy after he went on several homophobic rants directed at Little Nas X for displaying his sexuality in music videos. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, Look at that pussy, son. Look at that pussy. I'm sorry, hypocrisy? The man, what happens in the home? Look, if a gay yeah. guy wants to show his gay son how to fuck a man's ass, that's that can happen in the home. Just don't put that out there on YouTube, okay? That's all I'm saying. Boozy was teaching his son how to be straight. Okay, that's, that's, that's the man. You know, it's like I believe in parents' rights. Yeah. And if Boozy wants to pretend he's Sherlock Holmes and a woman's pussy is a is the is the clue that solves the murder, and his son is looking at it through a magnifying glass, that's up to him, as far as I'm concerned. Ah, uh, the game I, I mean, is like, afoot, son. Speaking <laughs> like. Boosie's view of the world and how he like learns things, he is a lot like Socrates. <laughs> That's like something he would do. It's like it's like you know, today's lesson, me and my son are going to examine a pussy to try to figure out like where her This is where from. women breathe through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a very like it's a very like naturalistic Socratic method of figuring out the world. That's, that's awesome. like, yeah, that's what he does. And Soc- Socrates famously mm-hmm. said that, mm-hmm. like, if um, if Plutarch goes to prison in Athens, he'll have butt thugs. Right. You know, yeah. He'll make a boss call. He was just like boozy. Yeah. You know, it's funny. You know, Socrates, this is this is great. Socrates killed himself. Because right. the butt thugs took over Athens, i.e. Sparta. Right. They lost, yeah, the, yeah, lost yeah, the Peloponnesian yeah. War. He drank the hemlock yep. and was like, don't do it, man. man. That is true. Don't do it, man. <laughs> don't, don't rape your son. Man. Don't rape your son, Leonidas. <laughs> yeah, that is actually true. That's historically accurate. Yeah, Because no, a lot of, look, Athens was pretty gay. But compared to Sparta, Sparta was they're they, the straightest they, men alive. A- Athens oh. was like sex in the city gay. Sparta was like prison gay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like Sparta yeah, was a whole yeah, society yeah. based around fucking rape. That's yeah. It's not even gay. It's just like 
they were like, I don't even like having sex with a seven year old. I just like that they're in pain. It'll make them better right. at war. They were like, right. I hate, that war. pissed me off so much in 300 where they're like, oh, yeah, we're not like Athens where they have sex with their sons. It's like, who do you think you are? How dare you? How yeah. dare you? Uh, Athenians will accidentally have sex with a woman like 30% of the time. Sparta, <laughs> Sparta, Sparta keeps all their women like literally I, I, I'm not even con- like it's been lost to history if they even ever penetrated women. Or if they just kind of like nutted and tried to aim it into their pussies to make sons, you know, what I, like we don't know for a fact that they ever fuck women. We know it was that like they, a drip coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. No, I'm I'm with you. Fuck, fuck that. You're so right. I haven't seen 300 since I was high as shit in high school, um, but I'm gonna rewatch it and get pissed off at the historical inaccuracies. Oh, uh, you're telling me Frank Miller wasn't a, a classics major? When we saw 300, we saw like another kid from our high school seeing it with his mom. And we were like, what a fucking loser. Like ignoring the fact that we were just like five boys hanging out with no girls ever. <laughs> <laughs> like, seeing see 300 with like six of your male friends. <laughs> cool. Yeah, dude. No, that <laughs> Very guy was cool, guys. That guy was a bitch. I agree with you. I'm actually <laughs> you. You were a loser, but so he was actually yeah. also a bitch. I have to admit. <laughs> I I ended up having sex this year. Nice for the yeah, first right. time. This awesome. 2023. Yeah, it was a long run since <laughs> seeing 300 till now, but I finally did it. I put out a I put out a call on Instagram. I was like, "Help me have help me have sex before I'm 40," and a lot of people helped out. Dude, that's awesome. I'm really happy. Boozy came over with a magnifying glass and like an microscope. Walked you through it, state, you know, piece by piece. Yeah, you know know what else I'd like about the magnifying glass? What was he pointing out exactly? Like, was he just like, here's the hole, here's the hood, man? Like, he wasn't going by like he wasn't doing. It wasn't like health class, right? He wasn't saying what the little lips, the different lips are named and shit like that. He was literally just like showing him pussy and being like. You're gonna to want to check that out, man. That's the that's the that's where your cock goes. <laughs> that is that is literally like what doctors were like in Toll Pastor. <laughs> <laughs> that's like how you you did doctor stuff. It was either like just staring at a pussy for seven hours and then mm-hmm. being like, "All right, I've seen it enough. All right, um, that's enough." You're gonna. How much is your husband beating you? Should be more. <laughs> Let's, or for next week, let's up it, and the week after that, we'll take it down a couple notches, and we'll see what the effects are. Yeah, and then it was a that, or like you know, a guy comes in with headaches, and you take out both his eyes, <laughs> and you're like, I'm <laughs> fuck, I'm saving lives, I'm amazing at my job. Yeah, you could get away with so much shit if you were like a surgeon too. You could just literally do whatever you wanted; no one was stopping you. You could put like. You could put like chicken cutlets if a guy like lost his like <laughs> liver. You could just be like, "All right, let's put a fucking spl- uh, a calf spleen in here, see if that'll fucking do it," and just fucking sew him shut. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Boozy. He's basically Socrates and a and a doctor from the year seventeen hundred, all in one. Ah. All right. Well, uh, moving on from one, um, uh, there's a, a medical examination. So I got I got two stories about sort of 
updates in the world of comedy and entertainment uh, mm. over the over the last couple Perfect. of weeks. Well, uh, the first one I think before we get yeah, crazy yeah. is uh, you know, Fat Rascal on Netflix streaming <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, yes. It was in the top ten for the first week, uh, the for whole first week it came out. Folks, if you haven't seen it, if you if you're tuning into Chapo and you're thinking, boy, I hope this guest has something smart to say. Oh, they're talking about Uday Hussein raping and and looking at pussy through a magnifying glass. This is my kind of guy. I want more stuff like this without even the chance of something smart by accident being said. Well, check out Fat Rascal on Netflix right now, folks. Uh, it's a great stand-up comedy special. If you're the type of listener to listen to us and not even know what Fat Rascal is, not even know who Stav is, you repulse me. <laughs> I, you're the worst. You're the fucking worst. Well, I, I hate yes. to follow stop. I hate to follow up news about about your Netflix special mm. with news about another comedy special that I'm, I'm sure will uh, obliterate yours among its, uh, oh, its mirth, fuck. its mirth, humor, and good cheer. I'm referring, of course, headline from the Times of Israel. Actor oh, Brett Gelman. Actor Brett Gelman joins Airheads Neheredret to skewer U.S. progressives in Christmas themed <laughs> skit. Star of Stranger Things and Fleabag plays professor who misinforms woke students about Jewish colonialist power. Insisting no. Jewish Jesus is Palestinian. Now, okay, uh, I don't know if any, I don't know if you saw this clip. It was quite amusing. But no, it, I it, didn't. It the return of the like really popular like uh, Airhead Nederet uh, returning sort of. Rec- Current sketch comedy characters, uh, U.S. progressives who have blue hair and uh, talk about pronouns. Mm. And now, so this they basically they, they play, these guys have just become the daily. This is awesome that like they're they're the Daily Wire now. <laughs> it's like it's the same level of like yeah of satire. With all due respect to these Eastern wise men, <laughs> we're from Berkeley. <laughs> okay. Anyway, they gave us their blessing and they told us that our newborn son will be the king of the Jews. <laughs> Jews, what, what, what do you mean Jews? I don't see anything Jewish here. <laughs> you have to understand, Jews will only come to this land 1,948 years from now. As a colonialist power. Oh, I see someone's been listening this semester. <laughs> True. So it says here, uh, the Stranger Things star, who was on a solidarity visit, joined the cast of the Channel 12 comedy show to film a nativity scene with a twist. Instead of three wise men from the East, baby Jesus is visited by a threesome from the University of California, Berkeley, who are well-versed in anti-Israel talking points. We are, th- <laughs> we are three wise men from the West, says the professor upon entering the manger, only to be corrected by Harlev's character, three wise persons. Jesus's oh. mother, Mary, played by Alma Zak, says the three, uh, says, ask the three to let her rest. And her husband, Joseph, played by Yaniv Bit. Bitcoin says the family had just been visited by three wise men from the east to which Gelman's character replies with all due respect to these eastern wise men we're from Berkeley now I I, I know we're only listening to it here but I I must stress that in this sketch portraying the three wise men from the west Brett Gelman is dressed like the Riddler yeah yeah that's what I was gonna say is like it's crazy for that guy to all of a sudden be talking about like blue hairs and they thems when it's like he's dressed like gayer jordan peterson the last like three years like he's just like bushwick jordan peterson the last three years it's fucking weird to be like to be that guy who's like oh yeah we gotta these freaks are talking about crazy shit it's it's just such an insane thing for that guy of all guy like that's shocking to me i would have assumed you know yeah 
he would have been trans by now for for real. I hate his thing of how he's like um, he wears that uh, chain that says Jaddy. I hate mm. his whole thing of like being sexy. To me, it's even more offensive than his thing where he's like, actually, Palestinians don't need to drink water for three weeks at a time. <laughs> They're both pretty offensive, but him being like very sex positive and being like, oh, I'm a sexy, bald, fat Jewish guy is yeah. really upsetting to me. And it's I, like, what I get the it. Like, like, there is Does like. Does daddy type... mean Jewish daddy? Is that. Yeah, even... yeah. And it's like, that's a certain type of Jewish man where there's a mutual attraction between him and women who look like they could have been typists for the SS. That's a different <laughs> thing. Brett Gilman, Brett Gilman looks like, um, you know, he's a Liberty Mutual regional manager who sometimes sings at synagogue. Right. You are yes. like, you, you are not getting them wet, Brett. Right. Unless they had something terrible happen to them while they were looking <laughs> at a nonprofit. And maybe. I get what Perhaps. you're saying. Is <clears throat> I do think there is a, it's an intangible, like you're on, it's a tightrope act to be a fat, bald, sex positive man. And I know firsthand, <laughs> it's like, it's all about the intangibles. You can't have like a weird, creepy, it's got to feel natural. And this, there was <laughs> yeah. like a hard rebrand yeah. into like streetwear and fashion that like, you know, it seemed like maybe my man was losing his mind a little bit. Like until all this shit, whatever, live and let live. You want to be a fucking dork. I don't give a fuck. But to just like take this hard turn where you're just like, yeah, listen, I mean, if uh, Palestinians don't want to potentially be nuked, Maybe they should just fucking just start digging their own grave. Why don't they? Why do they make us even dig the graves? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just like I just it's just such a weird where I literally it's almost like you know how Joe Biden is like too old to even be mad at anymore. It's like he needs to be like you know put down basically for his own good or just <clears throat> put into hospice. That's the thing with Gelman where it's like has this man literally lost his mind? He's wearing like a mother's trousers from the eighties. He's wearing like he's wearing like he's wearing like if like uh you know if like Don Draper was on heroin and he woke up next to a fat bitch she would be wearing the same jumper as Fred Gelman wears you know what I mean it, like yeah that is literally it the fact that he started doing this when he was like fifty four yes. like it's it's like it's like if I got into b boying now. <laughs> Well, my, my 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 false friends would be like, "That's very cool," and my real yeah. friend, my real friends would, uh, like, they would uh, take me to international waters, kill me, and yeah. this uh, embarrassment. Uh, the other thing, uh, two other things I want to note about this article, like it talks about how um, it it, incru it includes Brett Gelman with sort of like the the reoccurring characters on this sketch show, like you know, it's like the the Israeli version of you know the. Copy room guy. Hey, making the copy. Right, guys. right. Yeah, I'm, yes. I'm in the hospital. Yeah. I'm <laughs> and they said, like, you know, like, uh, you know, the 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 sort of woke they them college students, like, you know, which became a hit after their clip went viral earlier this year. And it was like, oh, yeah, yeah well, did like, it go viral? It, it, well, it went it went viral because basically everyone was like, can you believe how awful this is? And then they said this <laughs> this clip has also gone viral. It's been shared so many times. And I was like, yeah, it's been been shared by people being like, 
<laughs> like, can you believe how unfunny this is crazy? Are? Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. Just one, one last thing about b-boying here. This is the last. It's, do you understand what's crazy? I'm sorry to cut you off, but do you understand how like how hard it is to find unfunny Jewish comedy writers? Yeah, yeah. like it's like it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like insane. It's like in theory, these should be the most Jewish guys of all time, right? Like it's distilled Jewish guy to be a Zionist. You know, no disrespect, Felix. <laughs> like that's like double Jew. You know, it's like. It's like really like it, these are in theory the most Jewish guys, and to be that unfunny, there is not one really funny Zionist. That's great. There's got to be a couple, and right. that's the best they can come up with. Like that's what I I said when I saw the first clip that they I, I ever saw from them, which is the one where like it's supposed to be Greta Thunberg and her friends, and they're oh. like, "I'm a cow that is for the slaughterhouse." <laughs> I'm a queer for Hamas. And you're like, what the fuck is this? And it, yeah. it is, it's like, it's not even that they're Jewish and bad at comedy writing. It's like they're Jewish and they are bad at abstract thought. Right. They're like, it's like, if, yeah, because every if, joke has if, to if be you were like, thunderingly literal. Right. That's right. It, right. It's all thunderingly literal, but also like you can't, sometimes it's hard to figure out what they mean because it's, they're trying to jam in 30 different culture war things at once. Right. And it's ultimately like if you, like, you brought a bunch of cavemen to modern times and gave them an hour to recreate Mad TV. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's like, all right, you are, figure out language and then do it. I don't care. <laughs> Okay, but uh, but Stav, you said like it's crazy that like they they can't find anyone funnier than Brett Gelman. But like, uh, let, last couple paragraphs here. Gelman is one of several Jewish Hollywood celebrities to make solidarity trips to Israel since the start of the war on Palestinian terror group Hamas. Other, uh, that's a nice way of putting it. Uh, other yeah. visitors included comedian Jerry Seinfeld, Will and Grace oh. star Deborah Messing, and Michael Rappaport. The latter three in particular have been vocal in their support of Israel on social media. Last little sentence here. On his visit to Israel, Rappaport also partnered with Eretz Neherat to produce a skit satirizing American higher education. Okay, that clip I have seen nowhere. Nowhere. Uh, Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. They filmed that sketch with Michael Rappaport. And then like they took they took the canister with like the clip in it and they sealed it in like the vault where they keep their nuclear <laughs> weapons. They're like, no one, no one can see this. No one yes. must be allowed to see this. That's crazy. You're right. I, I've what's the mother? What is what's the so there's one guy who's like collabing with all these people. What's the Earth or some shit? No, no. This is the name no, of the sketch show is called Eretz Nehederat. Oh, oh, that's their mad. Yeah, Israeli SNL. Yeah, if if Israel ever gets like, you know, they fully lose a war in the conventional sense, like they get overrun, they will release the Michael Rappaport. (laughs) It's their Samson option. That's the Samson option. (laughs) Because like it will it will cause nuclear war. Like it is a madness device for for whoever sees it. Like uh, we've seen what they release. Imagine they have the good sense Mm. to see something and be like, I don't think people should see. That. Oh yeah, if that's what's coming out, what's on the cutting room floor? What are the bloopers like? Yeah, we've seen, the, see we, we've seen the ones where it's like Santa is receiving a letter that says like Israel, and he's like, <laughs> "What? Wait, what?" <laughs> and they they made that, and they're like, "This is this is fucking cool." <laughs> the Michael Rappaport, the Michael Rappaport thing has to be one of the worst things ever made. He's so like, wait, you guys have he's probably, looked for he's it? Probably, 
He's probably tried to like wrap all of Illmatic, but make it about the foundation of Israel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would, yes, this would be fucking awesome. It's like, <laughs> what if um, Gold of My Ear was in Tribe Called Quest? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I'm in a right. good state of mind. <laughs> All right, here we go. This is, this, is the, this, is, uh, this is from the, okay, Michael Rappaport in Israeli TV skit satirizing U.S. college anti-Semitism. And in this, it says, American Jewish actor and comedian Michael Rappaport was a guest of the Israeli satirical show, Airheads and Nidarat, on Tuesday night, appearing, to, appearing in a skit poking fun at the heads of improv prominent American universities. Mm. See, I, I, all I can see from this is just a photo of him and he's like, has a long beard like Moses or something. I'm, I, I'm, see, I will I not see, investigate further. Yeah, that's all right. If the fact that it's like even exists and like yeah. that's somebody with a big platform who's famous and they, that hasn't been out there, it's proof enough. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, like, I see a screenshot from it and that's sort of like the proof of life in the hostage video. Netanyahu's just like, <laughs> Keep protesting. Keep protesting. You want to see, you want to see 30 seconds? You want to see 30 seconds of Rappaport doing this sketch? Okay. Okay. Is that what you want? I wonder what ha- Like, he, he, he tries to, like, B-boy and his pants fall down. It's that would be, be a good sketch, though. That's funny. Actually, yeah. No, that would be, like, the best culture they that country has produced. Yeah. Wolf with Bashir. <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine, like, uh, were there German American comedians during World War II who did like oh, goodwill tours yeah. to Berlin? <laughs> probably. <laughs> like, it was probably like about as good as this. Yeah. Oh, like, God. That's, that's a really horrifying scary thought. To, what is less funny, Israeli about. comedy or German comedy? Oh, <laughs> interesting. German, yeah. dude, ger- German comedy in the 40s. Like, mm. comedy in the 40s was already fucking dire. Right. Like, I'm right. Saying, right. There was just no one funny until Red Fox. And then <laughs> fucking make well, it's it clowning. German. It's like, you know, it'd be like a lot. I mean, it's basically like hitting people in the dick and like, you know, um, beating the fuck out of your child. Like, that's why that's how Buster Keaton got his start was literally on stage. That would beat the fuck out of him. And that was like the best comedy show. They would tour <laughs> the country beating yeah. the fuck out of their child. And that's the kind of comedy we're we're looking at, basically. <laughs> that's that's what that's probably what it would be like. Uh, it, yeah, I like. I guess it would be like this is a stock character in German comedy: the bureaucrat who forgot his lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing guys, thank you. Uh, 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 hey, well, here, well, here's here's a story about like uh, a, a little comedy sketch from right here in the U.S. of A. Mm. Day before Christmas. Kevin Spacey repri- reprises House oh. of Cards role in Tucker Carlson interview. I, oh, I, okay, I gotta say, I gotta awesome. say that I got this. I remember, I remember, but just a few years ago, when like the Christmas Day Kevin Spacey video drop was like better than fucking having a, yeah. a tree full, oh, tree dude, full of presents. So right. Tree full of presents because he would get on there out of nowhere after disappearing for years. Uh, you know, like having having disappeared from uh like pub- the public eye after like multiple rape charges and then he would get on these homemade videos where he would like accuse the royal family of england and basically blackmail them in a video clip he would do one yeah. clip he did one clip where he was sitting on a park bench and did like a heartfelt plea for mental health awareness begging people who are considering committing suicide to just like hang on there and talk to someone. And then like a couple of days later, like eight witnesses testifying against him killed themselves. <laughs> he is awesome. Okay. So it's so, crazy. I, I, don't, I don't know if he dropped, I don't know if he dropped one last year. So I was so hyped for this. 
And I was like, oh, he's playing Frank Card in the Tucker Carlson interview. I got to say, I watched this clip and Tucker, you are you are this year's most washed man for doing this bullshit. Oh, no, Tucker, really? It wasn't good? Is, oh, God, it was such it was such dog shit. And Tucker uh, should be ashamed of himself for doing this. Fuck. Uh, I mean, he's trying to be like the cool, edgy, like online, like based newscaster. And he's doing this. I guess like, he is. Yeah. Dude, oh, God, yeah, it was that, that, so fucking whack. That's what I said is like. Isn't Tucker supposed to he's supposed to be like out there and he's saying like he's saying all these things you can't say. But this was like this is for your enormous aunt, the biggest aunt that history has ever created. No one thinks this is funny. It's just like it's so lame that it like, you know, if you put it on paper and it's like this guy molested all these people and killed them, you're like, oh, my God, that's so scary. And then you see him do this fucking jib jab shit and you're like, I don't. This guy couldn't kill anyone. Yeah, Actually, I mean, it, wor- it worked then. He's innocent. No yeah. one like that. No one like well, that could kill someone. I, I guess the thing, it, it just kind of ruins the whole, it's the thing of try, two people are trying to be funny at the same time. Like, the only way that could possibly work is if Tucker was pure straight man, I guess. Is that what he's doing in the video or is he trying to be funny too? I mean, he's just trying to play along with like the character of uh, Frank Card, and, and then, like, and then, and then Kevin Spacey's doing like the turn to the camera and like do his little asides, like he right, did on the show. Right, right. He's like, oh, well, you know, he's like, well, now Tucker, you know, like a Christmas for me is just a little bit of a gathering under the mistletoe, sipping eggnog, and uh, yeah, in presents by the fire. And then like he turns to the camera and he's like, actually, I do an eight ball of coke and run over a reindeer. And then I like see, Tucker's I like, yeah. marvelous. Thank you, Senator Card. And then like they just right. talked about I think they both got fired by their networks. Like he's like, uh, I, watch, I, I watch Netflix probably as much as you watch Fox, Tucker. And then he's uh, just like, Dude. and then Tucker's just sitting there grinning like a fucking baby. And he's just like, sounds like you're running. Uh, Dude, yeah, this this like, you know how like in 2017 people were like, you know, Trump is bad, but he's like too absent minded. But if Tucker was ever president, you know, like we'd, we'd <laughs> yeah, we do the gas chambers. Tomorrow. I don't, yeah, dude. Tucker, Tucker would be like a Benjamin Harrison type president. He would be one of those 87 day presidents after seeing this. <laughs> he would, he wouldn't even get cooed by the military. Like, I, he'd get I don't the know. Flu? He'd get cooed, he'd get cooed <laughs> by the Coast Guard. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. The co- the Coast Guard or like the SWAT team that works for like the national parks would be like, all right, buddy, it's time to go. And he'd be like, okay. What a fuck. He's such a pussy. Yeah, he took like, a big, what I a- mean, he got his ass fucked leaving Fox for sure. Nobody, nobody, his show was going on Twitter, right? And then just nobody yeah. ever watches it. When I saw him sitting in front of the fireplace, it's like, you're a put. you suck. This yeah. is so stupid. I mean, oh, I, oh, th- this isn't your granddad's Christmas. Actually, it is. This is that's the only person who would find like, this funny. It, Someone it, born in 1937, <laughs> you fucking idiot. I just like it's just Kevin Spacey mugging and just being like, Tucker, now I swear when I'm president, the only bunny in the White House will go be the Easter bunny. And then Tucker's like, that's great. Wow. It should be sounds like a campaign <laughs> slogan. And he's like, Tucker, we Tucker, we need some adults in the room, you know? Yeah. And, you know, well, even I, the I, it's Which is the like, point of doing that? The, the, the shock factor's gone. The first video was the incredible. The first video, insane. One of the, we, ba- one yeah, of the greatest okay. moments when someone explained it to me, and I was like, you watch something fake. Like, no, what do you, somebody edited it. Like, it's like this guy's accused of, 
crimes right now. He came out of the closet to get out of rape. Like that's not this guy's not yeah. gonna in character. I simply pretend. must stress. I must stress Kevin uh, Spacey. I I know he won uh, he won a couple Oscars, but like he's still an actor. And then he appeared in a public video where he appeared to blackmail the House of Windsor. Yes, <laughs> yes. That, that's yo. Know, that's that's I, like, awesome. I, mean, I, I know winning an Academy Award gives you some clout, but like he was just like, well, now Queen Elizabeth, uh, we wouldn't want too many lips to be a wagging about young Prince Andrew now. Um, but I gotta say, I gotta <laughs> yeah, say, yes, as long yes. as long as uh, as long as Kevin Spacey is reprising characters he played in movies and TV show, I'd like to see him do another interview reprising the great character he played in Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, gay antique dealer who murders a uh, gay prostitute. <laughs> Damn, my man's my man's had a little fucking. He's had a little. Pri- he's a method actor for that one. He's put in the hours to do that one. <laughs> Uh, Apparently, he had like he had like one of the most insanely fucked up child, like the kind of yeah, childhood you that makes me. you that makes you a murderer. Like his 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 dad was apparently like a literally a child molesting Nazi. Yes. And that like and that like, yeah, you're not going to come out being a regular human being after that shit. And instead of like, it's literally the like the childhood that makes like serial killers. And then people were like, well, I guess Kevin Spacey just like instead of becoming a serial killer learned how to play a serial killer by that. (laughs) And then it's like, well, maybe just both because it really like, I would not be, I would not fuck with him. Like he did blackmail the queen of England. He is, he's beat every case, beat every case walking around, beat every case because like key witnesses kill themselves or die in car accidents. (laughs) Yeah. Like it sounds like a joke. It sounds made up. It's, it's what people accuse the Hillary Clinton of doing. Kevin Spacey is for sure doing. Hillary yeah, like, still, you know, 50-50. Kevin's 100% doing that kind of shit. And you know what? And this when is I, the thing that pisses me off about the Tucker Carlson interview, that, like, he had Kevin Spacey on to do, an, an, like, a, like a, I don't know, like a lengthy interview on his Twitter show, and he's supposed to be like, I'm going to expose the truth. Why did, he, uh, why did he consent to doing this goofball interview with Kevin Spacey in character instead of asking him questions about what the fuck, like, what's up with the uh, Queen of England and, like, uh, all this rape mafia that you're a yeah, part of? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So, first of all, when I first read about Kevin Spacey's childhood, Gustav, I read the same thing. It made me sad because, like, the idea of your dad dressing up like Hitler is very whimsical. Like, if my dad, <laughs> if my if my dad had done that, we would be like, that was hilarious. Yeah, granted, well, granted I mean, when you're Jewish, it's different. But, like, it was, he actually, his dad wasn't doing it for comedic purposes, which is very evil. <laughs> That's you should true. you should only do it to make your children laugh. Like the yeah, critic. it's it's like but, John Wayne Gacy being a clown that kills people. It's like hit like regular clown, awesome. You know, yeah. funny Hitler, hilarious. Okay, there like, was yeah, a point like, but, where like that was the funniest thing you could do when we thought Nazis were gone. We didn't know they'd be just yeah. popping back up. <laughs> like when we thought Nazis were gone for sure, a Jewish guy dressing up like Hitler funniest joke possible. i looked i thought like i would be doing it all the time as an adult but they took it away from me yeah but, dude I, but yeah but like you know his dad ruined hitler for everyone by being a pedophile and actually <laughs> believing in hitler's stuff but <laughs> I, the interview is so fucking lame too because like yeah like you said it's like when i saw that tucker was interviewing kevin spacey it's like well we're probably not going to get anything juicy but maybe he'll he'll do this he'll like blackmail someone else or something but right. no, he's just sitting there playing this stupid ass character and like 
complaining about wokeness. Yeah, this is that sucks. Like, this is so fucking stupid. It's like, like you saw Brian Singer probably dissolve a body in acid, and you're <laughs> and you're and you're you're on this fucking you're on this you're in this pussy's fucking living room, being like, my only pronouns are barbecue ribs. It's like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. I hope you are innocent. I hope they ruined your life. For this, uh, <laughs> okay. Spacey, like, helped, Spacey helped Singer got get some like twink from Nebraska's eyeballs out of the fucking pool, out of the out of the pool filter. He's fished out, he's yeah. fished out twink eyeballs from pool filters, and now he's just talking about this bullshit. You're so right, Felix. It's so fucking lame. I really got mad at it. T- uh, like, yeah, Tucker. Tucker is. I feel the same thing that I felt when I found out that AOC bought a Tesla. That's what Tucker's like oh. for believing what Elon Musk told him. It's like, oh, oh you're, that's so. Oh, you're actually stupid. You're actually no, a I fucking know. stupid man. And dude, that's what. I, so I, you know, I didn't really fucking watch Tucker, you know, at all. But like, you know, people, you would see the clips, whatever. But I, I really did put him in my head as like the guy that's like, well, this fucking guy knows what he's doing. Most watch mm-hmm. show, he's pulling the, you know, he's a good propagandist type of motherfucker. And then that I had that exact moment when it's like, wait. He thinks Twitter's gonna work. Like, like yeah. I was like, I was like, <laughs> yeah. damn, like that's kind of fucking crazy. For a he second, he I was like, he, can, he thinks he's gonna replicate an audience of like seventy million geriatrics by having a TV show on Twitter. <laughs> and I guess you're right in terms of like, I see what you're saying about he's washed because you're right. He did nothing interesting with this opportunity. He was just, it's such a washed idea to think you're going to get the same bump from that same, from the first video, whatever. What, when was that? Seven years ago, six years ago, yeah. whatever the fuck it was like, the yeah. vi- no, it's gone. No one is even like Kevin Spacey has ruined it. Like Kevin yeah. Spacey has tried to like get the essence out of at this point. It's like refilling the, the shampoo bottle with water or like, you know, it's like, it's like <laughs> taking it up. You should have more conditioner in there. Yeah. Water, brother. Yeah. It's just water. It's yes. done. Oh man. Uh, okay, Felix, you know the okay, like uh, it's sort of like a Christmas tradition now. I saw a lot of it this year leading up to Christmas. Those insane and hilarious videos of American parents who arrange for like a Grinch to storm their house and steal their presents, and like yeah, kids just attack this Grinch and scream as he like grabs a Christmas tree and runs out of the house. We all think that's that, that's hilarious, right? Felix, you gave Absolutely. me, you just gave me a great idea for what Jewish families can do for Hanukkah. We'll visit Ooh. from Hitler. Little visit from Hitler oh my comes God. and steals comes and steals your yes. presents, freaks out your kids. <laughs> I like I I love that. Like I, that makes me want to have kids right now. If you're one of the if you're one of the if you're one of the three schizophrenic women who has been following me to public appearances for this past year, I am ready. Anything you accuse me of, I admit to. I put cameras in your bathroom. I don't care. I'm sorry. That's Let's awesome. have three kids so I can dress up like Hitler. I love you. <laughs> yep. You're a mean one, Mr. Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And then and then you could get your you could get like, you know, your brother or your friends to play like Hitler's gang. Like they could right. be Reinhard Heydrich and Himmler and all like it would be like it would have be a like German uh, Shepherd could be Blondie. Be like, oh no, yeah. his dog's here too. 
I would do yep. a I would do a whole fucking production. I'd be like one of those guys who just yeah, like, makes you like, know, like a like, whole like, haunted house. Like how Gentile family is good, like the like the one family on the block that like goes insane with Christmas decorations. Yeah, right. I would recreate the eagle's nest <laughs> in my house. <laughs> I would get so fucking I would get so into it. <laughs> I would I, I would wake, Felix. I would wake my kids up in the middle of the night and be like we we have to fight Hagar the horrible to win the war. <laughs> That's such I love a good that idea. Get it going, uh, dude. All right, start busting. Start busting raw. Well, that's not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I have an allergy to condoms. Where if I put them on, I automatically am having a bad time. <laughs> an emotional allergy i get that dude i get that for sure i have inherited trauma from condom usage my <laughs> grandfather had to use a condom and it pissed him off and since because of that i haven't been able to use condoms it's rough make this motherfucking party hype 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 Hey, well, uh, moving on, uh, Stav, I uh, we I knew you're on today, so uh, we've arranged a, we've arranged sort of I have a rundown here of sure. news stories related to your hometown, Baltimore, state of uh, Maryland, where I am right so, now. Yeah, yeah. So let's check in. So first of all, Baltimore, Maryland, Stav, I know you must be, I know you must be loving as the whole city of Baltimore is right now. The Baltimore Ravens. Oh, yeah, Lamar baby. Jackson. Lamar the Jackson. Ravens, baby. MVP. I know you. Uh, were you in Baltimore for like uh, the game where uh, he shit all over uh, Cock Turdy and the San Francisco Fraudy Winers? He exposed them. <laughs> he exposed them as frauds. Oh, you better believe it. I was right here on my couch watching it. It was a beautiful. It was incredible. I mean, it went better than I even considered. I thought it was going to be a tougher game, but yes. Uh, Brock Turdy sucks, Dick. <laughs> the Niners suck. Fuck I, them. I never, I never want to see a white guy win the NFL MVP ever. Get him out of yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, it's Lamar's turn. It's going to be awesome. We're going to fuck the bitch ass Dolphins up. Hopefully, they're, by the they time are they, frauds too. The they're absolute frauds. They're absolute frauds. Um. All right. So here, here's the first one. Here's the first story from Maryland. Headline. Maryland license plates now inadvertently advertising Filipino online casino. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Okay. Roughly 800,000 Maryland drivers with license plates designed to commemorate the War of 1812 are now inadvertently advertising a website for an online casino based in the Philippines. In 2012, <laughs> in 2012 to celebrate the 200th anniversary of the War of 1812, Maryland redesigned the sta standard license plate to read Maryland War of 1812. The license plates, which were the default between 2002 and 2016, have the URL www.starspangled200.org printed at the bottom. Wow. Sometime within the last year, there was sometime within the last year, www.starspangled200.org stopped telling people about how Marylander Francis Scott Key was inspired to write the national anthem after watching British ships bombard Fort McHenry in Baltimore during the War of 1812, and instead started redirecting to a site called globeinternational.info in which a big <laughs> blinking bikini clad women advertised Philippines best betting site deposit 100 receive 250 fuck yes dude shout uh, out to that's fucking awesome I had those plates by the way I had, yeah. I had those I had those commemorative plates on my old car 
Um, that's fucking awesome. And honestly, I I guarantee you that. And I went on. I went to Globe International dot info right now, and yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, but I guarantee you that that is whoever was mayor at the time cut a deal with that casino because Baltimore has Baltimore just loves. We have the we have such awesome corrupt mayors, dude. And that's just right. I guarantee you, somebody got paid in some yeah. fucking you know some banana ketchup or whatever the fuck with that with that kind of shit. That's a beautiful move. <laughs> I know there's kickbacks the, there. The, the last time you were on it was like, was it like uh, like selling all the schools textbooks or something? It was like, oh uh, no, no, there the was, mayor wrote a book that they made the schools buy or something like that. that. Was yeah, awesome. children's book yeah, 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 that yeah. they made every school buy a bunch of copies of. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, this is the next uh, Maryland based story, and Stav, I know this will be of interest to you. General Assembly approves decriminalizing oral sex <laughs> free at last free at last <laughs> God oh, almighty, yeah. I'm free at last that's actually why i'm here i'm i'm, yeah. I'm leading the parade to celebrate that <laughs> this is a dateline <laughs> annapolis a bill decriminalizing oral sex is on the way to governor westmore's desk friday despite continued pushback from republican lawmakers wow like, what? like how like what, what, a, what a popular platform to run on. Like, who in the 2024 is saying, like, yeah, we need to keep that law on the book? You, can, you can't be You know the it. one that's unenforceable and, like, nobody pays attention to? We got to hold the line here. Yeah, and uh, what what is the thought? Go ahead, finish the, the, no, so the reading. HB 131, criminal law, unnatural or perverted sexual practices, repeal. Wow which would repeal criminalization of oral sex between consenting adults, passed the Senate chamber Friday, 34-12. It was cross-filed to the Senate as SB-0054. Current law prohibits Marylanders from placing the person's sexual organ in the mouth of a, another or an animal or committing another unnatural or perverted sexual practice with, with another or with an animal. Violation of this law is a misdemeanor and includes imprisonment of up to 10 years and a fine of not exceeding $10,000. That's fucking insane. When was that? Were people not sucking, getting sucked off in like the 1700s or whatever? When did, is, who even wrote that? I don't know. Some, some guy with a buckle on his hat in like the 1700s. Probably. And why did we, why did we lump animal in? Getting your dick sucked is well, the same as on. fucking a donkey in the ass? Stop. It's, it's, They're it's, both equally as unnatural? Stop. It's Maryland. Come on. You know, they had, they had, they had, they had to throw that. <laughs> Come on. They had to make, this is a, this is a Maryland state house. Not, not a normal state. How, how dare you? <laughs> it's in your several, words, Meneker. Several Republicans tried to stop the bill and oppose it on the floor out of concern that the statute is useful in convicting, convicting child sex predators. It's like, I'm sorry, aren't, aren't there laws on the books already about how it's illegal to have oral sex with a child? Listen, we don't got nothing that says you can't fuck a kid. But if you happen to suck a kid's dick, a kid is a person or, a, or an animal, technically, so you could go to jail for that. That's the thinking. That's insane. Yeah, that's, that's this crazy. is like um, the original run of Mr. Smith goes to Washington. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm there. I'm I'm in Annapolis, and I'm like, I love getting my dick sucked, and I love eating pussy, and that's why my family came to America. Stop is filibustering on the floor of the Maryland State Senate, just reading Penthouse Forum from the run from 1981 to 2000. Senator, you, sir, I will not yield. Okay, this next one is uh, all right. I really love this story. A, a Frederick Douglass mural in his hometown in Maryland draws some divisions. 
okay, you know, Frederick Douglass is like one of the great Americans. I wonder, I wonder what, I wonder what this mural was about. On the wall outside of the Out of the Fire restaurant in Easton, a 21 foot tall Douglas is seen posed in a slim European cut suit, high top white converse, sneakers, and an oversized wristwatch, squatting like he's posting for Instagram. Oh when his God. facial expression has the same look of defiance often captured on the 19th century's most photographed figure. And behind him, dripping graffiti, reads the word liberty. When we came across a print that our friends sent us, a copy of Frederick Douglass in a contemporary setting, we looked at it and it felt, it felt very strongly that we were going to move forward with a mural, that it would be a great image to have. So like, they basically kind of like hip-hopified Frederick Douglass. Right. And, uh, which just doesn't, it just doesn't seem very dignified. I don't know. No, no. Yeah. It says you're... Uh, uh, the quote for the article it says, Cousin Jack called me and said, have you seen the mural they got up on the wall? Got Uncle Frederick looking like a hoodlum, said Terrence Bailey of the fifth generation, a fifth generation <laughs> descendant of Douglas. God, oh, that's humiliating. Wow. Oh, my oh, God, man. <laughs> Uncle Frederick's looking like a. So wait. So his his great grand nephew or whatever, he, he's. He's objecting to it on pull up your pants standards. <laughs> that's like, yeah. he's, that's like, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't make any fucking all, all of those like, wow, it's like, you know, it's a, it's Napoleon, but he has face tattoos or like it's, yeah. it's Ariel. It's literally like the same as like Ariel from the little mermaid. If she was a scene girl, it's like, <laughs> yeah, like Frederick Douglass res- deserves a little more respect than like, what if what if the cast of Seinfeld were hipsters? Well, that literally says, I called the owner of it that night and had a talk with him. Bailey said of the conversation with Marx and he made comments where he said, I think it reaches out to the youth. And I said, you know, these are the same young black boys we're trying to get to pull up their pants. We don't need them aspiring oh, to no. something like that. <laughs> But I, yeah, no, I, I think this is corny as fuck. I think like if you're gonna do a mural to Frederick Douglass, just present him as he appeared in in the era that he lived in, and this kind of like, Ooh. yo, yo, like it was incredibly information was pretty fresh, y'all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is very, this is very embarrassing. This yeah. is like, yeah. yeah, if they put this on Veep, people would be like, that's a stupid storyline. Yeah. Well, people love doing shit like this, though. Like. You know, everyone and he was. It was like weirdly right before AI. With AI, it's gone crazy. But it's like remember that that feels very like 2012 of like Disney princesses or or punk or like oh my remember remember the the, like remember the like (laughs) this is the the MAGA one was really funny where there was like people that want to fuck Trump so bad and they had like imagine (laughs) if he shaved his head and grew out a beard. Oh, I love that. Yes, I love that. Trump and it was like. It's like, what are we doing here, guys? It's like, that's this level of art. Like, to call that art, that is the kind of art that, that's the only thing AI should be able to do, is AI should put those artists out of business. Anyone who thinks that that's what art should be used for should not have a job. You're very right. That was a very 2014 thing when they would, like, draw Ariel from The Little Mermaid wearing, like, a snapback. Yes. And yes. like an obey an obey t shirt. And yeah, they were like, yeah, This yeah, is yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will tell you guys some trivia from my working in the media around twenty fourteen days. I believe at one point BuzzFeed had a full time staffer whose job was to make things like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's like awesome. the, the absolute the absolute like the most perfect distilled version of that is all the 
RBG shit. Although, like, oh, like God. That's, that's hey, where we, it all leads hey, to. You know what I mean? We, can we showify RBG a little bit? Yeah. You know, can we give, <laughs> yeah. give her some, like, Chris Dickies and some tattoos? <laughs> I think, like, the next Hitler will be a guy who got rejected from art school for drawing, <laughs> for drawing <laughs> characters as, like, swagapinos. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Uh, the one artistic yeah, that's style. beautiful. I, the one artistic style I think should be upheld and I hope is carried carried forward into this new year and, and probably the next century is just anyone, and if you want to use AI, fine, I'd prefer you hand drew it, but anyone who just like th- th- produces images of classic cartoon characters smoking weed. Can yeah, we, yeah that is that cool. Coming? Can we keep that, that coming? That is awesome. I want, to see, I want to see what all my favorite cartoon characters look like smoking a big-ass doink. Yeah. Yeah, I... I ah, fuck. Because then it's like some of them I do, like you just said that, and I was like, in my head, I was like, damn, I want to see Fred Flintstone high, and he's like grabbing, <laughs> he's grabbing Wilma's ass, you know? Like, <laughs> I, I'm, it's even in me, dude. Even these desires are, these dark desires yeah. are in all of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or like Fred Flintstone is Tony Soprano. That I saw one of those. That was pretty good. I like that one. Ooh, how about this? George Jetson as Ray Donovan. he's throwing throwing his robot maid in the trash yeah 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 (laughs) think how good ray donovan would be at throwing women away in the future where you (laughs) you live like forty thousand feet in the sky you just toss her on you just toss her to the ground and the flintstones get her how many seasons was ray donovan dude like 48 (laughs) ray donovan it's so like it's so they they contrive so many things to extend the show. Like mm. there's a plot line where his wife, uh, rest in peace, Anne Hage, is like, Ray, I just found out that you throw women in the trash for your job. I'm leaving <laughs> you. And Ray Donovan yeah. will like punch through the garage door. And then yeah. uh, he has, you know, Ray Donovan has people who work for him. Of one's, course. One's this very uh, beautiful lesbian. And then one is this, horrifying Israeli man who's implied to be mm. like a prodigy at throwing women at the trash because of his training in the IDF. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he was part of a special, you know, throw women in the dumpster unit. Right. Right. And so right. they'll, they'll invent a story where it's like, uh Oh, the lady who works for Ray Donovan is late on her mortgage. I'd be like, I don't care. The woman who works for Ray Donovan. I don't even know her name and I've seen yeah. 700 of these episodes. <laughs> He's uh, the man, though. Yeah, shout out Liev Schreiber. He's awesome. Fellow Schreiber friend seminary rule. alum. If any, all my friends seminary high school graduates out there. Oh, Liev Schreiber, shit. Will Meneker, Julia Stiles, Amanda P. Who else? Yeah, that's right. I went to a private school. Uh, that's Ooh. it. That's the only famous people. Okay. <clears throat> all right. Shout uh, out Pablo Schreiber, too. One oh, of- Pablo. Pablo. I may like Pablo even more than Liev. And I like Liev a Wait. lot. But Den of Thieves? Come awesome. on, man. Wait, Come wait, on. wait. Get the fuck out of here. That's. Wait yeah. a second. That's his half brother. Wait, yeah. this is his fucking brother. That's yeah. his half brother. Yeah. Oh, that's excellent. Dude, the wire. What are we talking about? The wire. wire the wire. Yeah. Come on, dude. Nikki Sabatka. Yeah. You guys just fucking blew my mind. That hit. Oh, those guys fucking rule. Yeah. They, they're true. I love them. I, I bet they get laid a lot, dude. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. Oh man, if I was a woman, I would want to be thrown <laughs> in the trash by Ray Donovan. He's a very. You like it. Like, He's so like, you know, he seems very safe. He looks like a he not a teddy bear, but like a real bear. 
if a bear mm-hmm. was a person, right. it would look like you him. keep him fed. You're fine, but you cross that bear, and and Lee of Schreiber slash Ray Donovan will fucking fuck you up. I feel like a lot of women secretly would love to be thrown in the trash. <laughs> I agree. New Year's, man. Re- New Year's resolution. <laughs> yeah, throw right. bitches in the garbage chute. <laughs> okay. All right, I got one last. I got one last Baltimore story for you here. Let's do this it. This is from the Baltimore Banner from uh, November of this year. Headline: A steady stream of pee is eroding Baltimore's historic buildings. Yep. Many of many of downtown Baltimore's buildings are slowly being washed away. The problem is less of flooding and rain, more golden showers. That's right. P is eroding thousands of historic buildings downtown. The exterior base is corroding with every spurt. The block of North Howard between Lexington and Saratoga Street is in many ways a P epicenter. Many of these older buildings were built with soft brick and mortar, according to city planner Caitlin Audette, who is consulting with Downtown Partnership on the public bathroom project. These buildings are more susceptible to damage from outside elements like water and obviously pee, which can degrade the soft material over time, especially if it's constant exposure. It doesn't matter what time it is. Every day and night, said local business owner, it's relentless. He's called anyone he can think of to help, be it City Hall or the Baltimore Police Department. They did make some attempts to alleviate the issue, he said. Now there's a sign on Clay Street that says no peeing. <laughs> so, I mean, like, I, I just, I'm uh, glad someone's working on this. Yeah. I mean, like that is a that, God, that's a lot of peeing outside. You should be able to piss outside. I think. I mean, this, if there's no public toilets, I think you should absolutely be able to piss outside. This is then that's exactly it. We need everyone should let people shit and piss inside their fucking. We need more public toilets. We need nice ones. We got. We should fucking put bidets in here in the fucking public oh, yeah. bathrooms. You go to you Japan, every toilet licks your ass. We need that <laughs> in Baltimore. Uh, do you know my guys? My 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 brief my my my, oh, my criminal record. Is mm. is limited only to one arrest in Providence, Rhode Island, for urinating outside. <laughs> Where were you? I was like, uh, you know, I was, I, no, it wasn't Thayer Street. It was like it was somewhere in downtown Providence, and it was outside a club that uh, we were seeing a concert at. And I just, yeah, I'm, from, you know, I'm from New York, so I was just come like, on, yeah, course, New come York on, Bill. You can't keep New York Bill's pissing his pants. It was so funny, and it was like I was like peeing in front of like, and there was like, uh, like sort of like blacked out glass in front of me. It was basically like per- a perfect mirror, and I'm like, <laughs> so, you know, I'm, sh- I'm shaking off, I'm shaking off, and I, my my eyes come up, and I just see the berries, and the car just stops, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, uh, fuck. So, yeah, that, that's yeah, that's that's my lengthy criminal record there. Yeah, they should get they should get more outside urinals. There should be places to piss. They're fucking up with that, and I also think. I think if you piss through a building's foundation, you now own the plot of land the building's on. <laughs> I think that should be part of the law. If you if you piss so nice and strong, you should get to keep the building. Well, best of luck to uh, Baltimore's historic buildings. Um, I hope they withstand this uh, constant onslaught of urine. But <laughs> yeah. I think we should wrap it up there for today. Stav, thank you so much for joining us today. Fellas, fat thank ra- you for having fat me. Ra- fat Rascal on Netflix now. I, I saw I saw you at the Beacon the other week. I, oh yeah, uh, great absolute, shows. Absolute fire. So, so please check out Fat Rascal if you haven't already. It's on Netflix. Thank but, you, my uh, brother. Thanks, guys. That, that does it for us. Uh, that does it for 2023. I'm wishing everyone out there a happy new year. We'll talk again soon. Bye, everybody. <laughs>